Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Sleep Suplex Retweet. Cause it's Saturday, Saturday, ain't nobody here to take it, and, and, hello, welcome to Saturday Draft Live, I am your host, Ryan Dalglish, now I know I have not been here for a little while, but I am here, finally, and speaking of being here, I will be there next week, I do not know who will be joining me, but I will be there, and me being here just makes sense. Now, speaking of who will be here and what makes sense, I'm joined by the lovely, the karaoke king himself, who carried me last night when I couldn't do it sober. Jack Graham, how are you doing? Uh, that's what I was going to say. You couldn't do it sober, then you gave the lovely wee sing song there for the for the, for the the intro. You know, Maybe you could have done it, Ryan. Uh, I, I, I believe in you. Maybe, maybe next time you can. But no, I'm uh, do, doing well, doing well. It's... Um, everything's all happening in the draft. Obviously, there's a big update for the Listeners League Cup. There's... There's all sorts going on, including my my demise in the transfer window. <laughs> Which I'm sure we'll get to cover a little bit later on, Jack, shall we? Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, well we'll get rock and rolling, Jack. Yeah, let's fire ahead. Well, we're gonna go we're gonna straight into top three of the week. And uh, we're gonna kinda uh jumble all together because the top three are all members of Judgment Day. Damon Priest on ten points, Rhea Ripley on ten points. Dominic Mysterio on 11 points. Um, as you all know, uh, they've been very prevalent on Raw for a very long time now. Probably the biggest faction on Raw. And they've also been on NXT as well, which is uh, great if you have them on your team because they are going to be racking up points all season. They have been all season. They're all very high scorers. Um, Jack, do you see this being a, an important thing looking after SummerSlam for the new season? Jank are still going to be hot commodities. Obviously, Damien still get the money in the bank. Rhea still get the women's championship. She's not doesn't look like she's losing it for a while. And Dominic's probably one of the biggest heels in wrestling at the minute. Yeah, it's, it's going to be. I uh, they're going to be a hot commodity for the next week while in WWE. Even if even if they do this split or whatever's happening with Damien Priest, I have having the money in the bank. It's going to be huge for in terms of the draft as well for whoever gets them. Uh, Rhea and Dom, they just appear. All over Raw, and obviously they appear all over NXT, and they're going to appear all over NXT again next week. And Dom has a title match against Wesley. Uh, but then obviously one that might be more of a hot commodity than this season was Finn Balor. Yes, Finn Balor going undrafted uh, this season has forty-eight points overall uh, for the season. He's the highest undrafted Raw superstar 
and I understand why folk maybe didn't draft him to begin with after Mania with not really knowing what's going to happen and where everything's going to go but uh, an oversight for folk at the transfer window maybe uh, myself included like everyone even even losing the uh, world title match at Money in the Bank was a bit of a hit for points but by all accounts it's going to be Rollins versus Balor again and they're going to have Balor win a steady stream of matches to that point so even yeah, that, that would offset it quite a bit so I think I don't say not getting him but it shows the, the unpredictability coming coming out of Mania not knowing where it's going and Balor's doing great with, with 48 points in the season so far so it's uh, a pick that was missed that might be picked up for next season yeah, just to carry on a couple of points you said there, Jack, like, the, people forget, like, the long season's immediately after WrestleMania, but WrestleMania is a massive reset button on most, not all, but most storylines, and who's getting pushed here and there, and who's moving from here to there. A lot changes, it's hard to predict what's going to be right or wrong. Um, Dan Balor, obviously hindsight's beautiful, but very much overlooked, um, and honestly, with Kevin Transmiddle, forgot he wasn't available and I should have looked into it maybe like, should have made that change I think a lot of us should have made that change but let's didn't. just say for example see if Matt Smith never picked Roman Reigns Roman Reigns got 9 points if he picked Finn Balor he'd be falling at the top of the table right now if, oh absolutely uh, if Scott picked Ad, uh, Finn Balor over Adam Page Adam Page only has 14 points this season like Samoa Joe only has 7 points Mama Captain Ellie Knight only has 19 points. Pete Dunn's only got 13. Ellie Dragunov's only got 24 for Grant. There's so many folk that have very little points. And yeah. Finn Balor's more than doubling them. It's just, it just shows the how big a miss the well, drafts have made not taking Finn. Well, talking about Judgment Day as well, you said uh, Balor was 48 points. Yeah. Well, Ray Ripley's second in season top scorer, 72 Dominic Mysterio, 54. Damien Priest, 45. So you're averaging, what, 55 points if you pick a Judgment Day member as a single? Yeah. That's nuts. That's actually nuts. Um, Like, can you imagine this time last year, like, getting told that they were going to average around 50, 55 points? Me laughing. After laughing. Um, I think they're doing great stuff and hope it continues. Um, shall we move? Anything else you want to add to uh, Judgment Day program for other Jack? Nah, nah, we've got Oh, my thing is, I, I expect all members of Judgment Day to be drafted next season. That's, uh, I guess, that's it. Absolutely, and I, I doubt there'll be tag teams either. Um, but you never know. People will love to throw a sparring in the works, uh, and most importantly, they will be there. Now, we'll move on to the um, the leader uh, uh, leader table, uh, <laughs> the overall table. Uh, last place, Ross McLeod and Homosexual Chocolate, 87 points, unfortunate for Ross. Uh, Andy Mitchell, I hope I don't blow, like Shane McMahon's knee, 128.5 points. Grant Robbie, the Great O'Connor Appreciation Society, 142 points. Uh, then you've got Tom Brock, the Dutch government officials, 164 points. And then it's the fall from grace himself, 10th place, Jack Graham, three times King of Charleston, 170 points. Uh, then we've got our co-host David Hockney, the West End Country Club, on 171.5 points. Uh, Gary Kernan, Team Visitor, 183. 
There's myself, Delene, Main Tangerine Machine at 187 points. And then Ross Brady, the big Ross Matt, 191. And then you get into your top five. That's kind of where, like, oh, you're kind of, your outside and favourites to win are hanging around. you got the GOAT, Team GOAT, David Campbell, and 205 points. Nine points ahead, Stephen Wilson. The Ross Wilson is underappreciated, 214 points. Then your top three, you've got Scott McLeod, Dorothy Mantis is a Saint, 225. 13 points later, Matt Smith, the Booty Woes, and 238. And then Chris Lopez, 17 points ahead to Heartbreakers SE, 255 points. Um, Jack, there's what, three weeks to SummerSlam now? Do you think this is definitely a top five race, isn't it? If that's a stretch. Aye, I, I, we'll, we'll say it's a top five race. I think anyone over 200 points, anything could, anything could happen. But, uh, <laughs> It'll be scary bun time for Chris, I think, going right into the very end. Uh, if uh, they do a thing where Rollins loses, Balor wins, and then Priest cashes in on Balor or something like that. It's, it's, it's scary bun time, but I think it's, it's five-horse race, but I would say the, the leading front horses are Matt and Chris. Scott Scott doing a madness, getting getting up so fast to, to, yeah. to catch up. But uh, I, I, I SummerSlam's pretty close. And I I wish them well. Look look at this way, right? We're talking about Scott's um very underappreciated, very little mentioned about his rise from the bottom. He has the top score this with thirty one points. Uh and he's in third place. And then your second place for weekly score is Stephen on twenty three, who's in fourth. So third and fourth are chasing like mad and they need to do it quick and they're doing it quick and it's adding more interest in this draft because Matt Smith only scored 15 this week, Chris Lopez only scored 13 this week like they are like they're blowing out like Arsenal in the league um, <laughs> throwing away that league title um, but yeah it's looking very interesting, I still think it's a two horse race but if things don't pick up for Matt and Chris quick, they're in trouble I really do think they're in trouble, uh, but a t- uh, even a pay-per-view like SummerSlam, it can change everything, so I'm just very interested to see how this goes. Uh, speaking of uh, being interested in where this goes, I'm not interested in how this goes, but we're going to cover it anyway. Jack, would you like to go over quickly the top five of the Listener's League? Uh, definitely. Uh, so so the, 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 the top five are all separated by about 30 35 points. We've got Adam and Noam Dars, a Jewish, is my Jewish god. He got 30 points this week with, with his team. Uh, so he's sitting fifth at 264. Mike Nunn just 10 points ahead of him with the sports entertainers. And Mike, Mike only got uh, 19 points this week. So not, not, maybe not as good a week as he went home for. Jonathan Napier got 34 points this week. Tied first with Martin Best for the most points gained over the week. So he's got 289 overall with the flat back key bumps uh, Gary Morris uh, uh, three and a half points ahead of him uh, right with the real other people on 292 and a half points uh, he only got 20 points this week so com- compared to uh, Elliot Cantor who's sitting up the up the top of the table with cost of fortune 299 points he got he got 33 points this week so then they'll be hoping to kind of bridge the gap pretty quick but uh, oh, Elliot's got Rhea Ripley Becky Lynch, MGF, Imperium, Adam Cole, and Darby Allen. 
So the the MGF and Adam Cole getting both wins on a, on a on a makeshift tag team right now is helping helping quite a bit. I think with the kind of last final push and obviously Rhea Ripley is a, a points machine right now. So it's it's all kind of working working well for them. Definitely, um, like that's where he is. Cavs, as you said, second highest score, 141 points. Um, cashing in on that judgment day points as we talked before and MGF needed like before the tag team stuff he wasn't defending a lot he wasn't wrestling a lot uh, I think this tag team um, kind of run with uh, Adam Cole's working quite well for them both and also him having both his double rack in them so yeah uh, it's all good for Elliot just hope he uh, keeps it running uh, but um, if we look at the LL Cup as well Jack uh, things are running down here as well we've got the quarterfinal results uh, with Mike Angus 44 defeating Robert Shaw in 31 points. Uh, Dan Axel Jameson falls short to Guy Morris 39 to 25, and Elliot Cantor on 70 points defeating Just Simon on 40, and Just Paddy defeating Mike Nunn on 32 points. Meaning that your semi-final uh, showdown uh, is Mike Angus versus Gary Morris and Elliot Cantor versus Paddy. Um, I don't think many of them are actually high on the Lesser's League itself. We've got Elliot and Gary. Elliot, Elliot and Gary, and then it's people further down. So it's uh, Paddy, who's down in 11th place. Sorry, who's the fourth person? Uh, Mike Angus, he's... Uh, he's on 22 points overall, so he's kind of the, the, yeah. the upper middle table, so, so yeah. to speak. Uh, yeah, so first, second, and then it's 10th, 11th. Um, but it's all about week for week. It's not consistency in a different way. It's a different way of scoring, and it provides perfect opportunities. This this is why the, the League Cup's so different and so great, because it adds a different dynamic to this draft, and you got to think in a different way. Obviously, you, want, you just want the best team from every rack, uh, rack uh, English language, uh, Jack, uh, Different rounds, thank you uh, very much. There's me uh, stammering for everyone professionally there, and I will not be getting that edited out. It will stay in. But yes, I'm very interested to see where this LL Cup goes, and I forgot what my point was. Uh, <laughs> well, I, the thing is, see if, if either Elliot or Gary win the Listeners League Cup, and one of them wins the league, they'll get a draft from first in the pod league next season. Yes. So that's a big incentive for they two to try and to push that through. No, no, it's a good system. I like it. Um, I hope these rules work in a similar fashion going forward because it adds a, it just adds another spin on it all and it's it's all fun. We're all here for fun. Wrestling's frustrating and sometimes Seamus loses, but it's all fun. <laughs> but speaking of losing, Jack, um, unfortunately, this is usually your repertoire, your specialist, your first thing on your CV and then something about procurement after it but um, it's not it's not been all fun and games for you this season has it Jack? No, no it's not been it's not been great so you're currently sitting in 10th place three kings of draft three times kings of draft and 170 points you are 85 points behind Chris Lopez and I, I think it's safe to say not in contention uh, what do you <laughs> think went wrong? Uh, so was about my original team was Paul Haven, Liv Morgan, Ellie Knight, 
Street Park, Street Profits, Luna Vega, Darby Allen. Paul Heyman was always going to be my first pick. Uh, in hindsight, with how things have gone, going, he should have taken Seth Rollins. Sure. With Liv Morgan, uh, it was the, the injury fucked it. So I was I, I was running with not a lot of steam for 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 a while before the the start of the the, the transfer window and. By that point, LA Knight hadn't fully broken to this uh, widely appreciated role as he is the now. And Street Profits weren't getting much airtime. Obviously, they've got 22 points for the season overall, but they had like one mini feud and they've just kind of been about MIA recently. So, I mean, I was, because of the, 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 the huge uh, participation pool in the draft this season, that my last two, I was kind of struggling. And as I was needing to get a female pick, so I picked Selena Vega, who obviously had the match against uh, Rhea Ripley, I believe, at yeah. uh, the fuck was the pay per view payback? payback the yeah. payback, aye, backlash, uh, oh, backlash, <laughs> backlash. <laughs> aye, backlash. <laughs> Fucking hell, I'm, I'm a wrestling fan, by the way. <laughs> On a podcast talking about wrestling, <laughs> but then obviously it's. She's kind of been not not great, but not too bad. I, I don't really know who else I mean, could have got at that point. But uh, Darby Allen was my last pick. I've quite, so there's Paul Heyman, happy with. Darby Allen, happy with my last round. Paul Heyman, maybe I've, I've happy that he's a good points getter, but I could have got someone else, which is the annoying thing. I just think there was a lot of a lot of booking that I thought was going to happen in my head that didn't take place. Injuries happened uh, and then came back once they were drafted out. It's just been a, a series of unfortunate events, I think. Uh, there was The idea was there, but it hasn't fucked being executed. Oh, that's fair. Um, I, I, I think for me personally, uh, do you reckon? I reckon you can maybe get away on Paul Heyman. Hindsight's a beautiful thing, right? So this is me saying it like two months after or longer since we drafted. Could you have waited, Paul Heyman? Could he have come back round? Uh, Aye, yeah, yeah. a possibility because he's a very much a Jack Graham pick. Uh, to, to put it no way up and better way of putting it, it's a, it's a per- it's Paul Heyman's the kind of person you draft. And it's a favourite of yours. Not many people will think about Paul Heyman round one. Um, so I think you maybe could have waited on it. And I, we didn't really know that much about the, the new title, those rumours at the time when we drafted, I believe. But we didn't like, definite. So you can't blame yourself for not taking Rollins. Because other than that, Roman, uh, Romans, uh, Rollins was very over. But we didn't know where he was going after Mania. Because he just defeated Logan. Uh, all the rest of we didn't know what was going to happen, so you can't beat yourself up over that. To be honest, I think you've just been very unfortunate with some things. Um, transfer window wasn't the greatest for yourself because you're now down seven points where you could be. Yeah, I got down to live. Um, I think I think you made the correct decision with live. You didn't have to, you didn't know. It sounded like she could be out for longer, and her getting the title back so quick is quite uh, unusual. I'd say personally, but a kick in the balls. Yeah, I kicked the boys, but I feel like um, 
they are eighty percent of the time. It was a correct decision. It's just not worked out this time. And you got to take risks in the transfer window when you're not winning, and you took a risk. It didn't work. So I can't really fault the Jack. Um, I'm going to. Well, got title points last night. You know, if she wants to get some more from DQ victories, that's <laughs> by all means that's absolutely fine. But uh, yeah, it's just it's it's not panned out how I thought it would be. But that's that's the nature of the beast in it. That's the draft. That's the draft. It's a it's an ugly game, but we all love it. We keep coming back every three months. Nice. Uh, but no, um, hopefully it works out for you next season. Um, and that's all I've got to add because I want to do well as well. But uh, no, um, <laughs> stop, stop being your season, Jack, and uh, I wish you the best. Um, so, is there anything else you want to cover quickly, Jack, before we put a, an end to this short but sweet episode? No, I think that's I think I think that's all. Just for the uh, the the the, the draft. We've got Bodden Guts coming up next week, but it's in it's on Dynamite. So there's no pay per view special for it. I guess yeah. it's just a normal match. Um, yeah. Obviously, Stephen could get some title points next week. We'll wait and see. But yeah, I think that's that's pretty much it. I think it's just been a a normal week in terms of what we can talk about. Yeah, well, um, going into next week, I will be on the show. I don't know who I'll be with. I've not done a show with Stephen yet, so that'd be nice if it was with Stephen. David, appreciate David's time as well. It's been great to spend time with him. I'm assuming you'll need a break up with me, Jack, because every show I've done recently has been with you. So, <laughs> <laughs> if you can call them recent, but yes, I'm 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 back for these couple of weeks. So we'll see how it goes. Um, We'll just do our usual before we close down. You know where to find us. We're on Twitter, Threads, TikTok, Instagram, Facebook, Eat Sleep Super Extra Tweet, Super Extra Tweet. You know where to find us. We're on uh, Spotify, iTunes, and Anchor. And I hope to hear and see from you all very soon. God bless. It's been a pleasure. And I'll see you later. Sports Social Podcast Network. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.